0: Alright driver, make sure everything is where you want it, reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time, going green next time by, this is the Scrubbin' Tires Podcast.
1: Close to the screen, my apologies. We don't need to see my nose. Here's so here we go. Just up close <laughs> and personal. Yeah, exactly. Uh hello everyone. Welcome to uh, another episode, episode eighty-four. I think wow. I titled this one correctly. Went to a party and a race broke out. Sounds like the the theme Saturday night. Am I right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I uh was a shot in the dark naming this one that, but uh I'm glad it worked out. Um yeah, so introductions. We have a lot uh, to unpack, obviously, locally and nationally um, this week or from this weekend. And uh, we'll get right into that. I uh, do want to say everybody's still jumping in. Um, please uh, stay tuned to the very end of this one. We have two uh, announcements to make. Um, so stay tuned. Even if you mute us throughout the whole show, make sure you uh, stay tuned for the week week ahead preview, the very last segment. Uh, but without further ado, I am uh, Brandon Hall, creator and host of The Greatest Podcast in the, the couple states to my north here uh, in Colorado, and uh, driver of the 3BH Outlaw Cart, and uh, as you can see, reporting live from Odessa, Texas. So, go Panthers. Mojo, baby. I'll pass oh, to this guy on my left.
2: Odessa, down there Odessa. in uh, Texas country. Yeah, uh, here I am. What's up, guys? Uh Jake Smith, driver of the 89 GAM and co-host of this here uh, podcast. And again, I'm, I'm going to drink the Mike's Harder's tonight because uh, I actually forgot to refill the fridge with cold ones, the cold outlaws. So my fault on that one, even though I got like 20 packs of them sitting out in the garage right now. <laughs> But uh, good morning, Chris Cox. Uh, apparently, you must be way on the other side of the Earth. Good morning, or good. you just woke up for the day. So good morning, sunshine. <laughs>
3: good job, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. proud, proud of you. Welcome to the daytime. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Adulting is a thing.
2: And uh, Mr. Shu uh great job on twelfth uh, comment there. Good job. I really like. Hey, it. we'll give
1: an award uh, for that next week.
2: Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, a little cat nap sure. I'll uh, throw it down to this guy below me.
3: All right, I'm uh, Jordan Smith. I'm the driver of the 13s GAM. and I'm typically the uh, official beer drinker of this year podcast. But I forgot to pick up a couple cases from oh, this guy's house, so I am—I literally have no beer in my house, like zero. Hmm. I searched Is in it coolers. Snowing?
2: Everybody, look outside. Is it snowing?
3: It was hotter. No, nope, it's a uh, 102 right now, so it's definitely not snowing. <laughs> Not here. Oh yeah. So, anyways, everybody, welcome to the show. We got a lot to unpack, like uh, Brandon said. Uh, a lot of excitement. Uh, this is going to be a, a very good one to talk about for sure. So, stay tuned.
1: Absolutely, stay tuned and uh, bear with my operating skills. As, again, I'm working off a iPad, which I know nothing about, and a cell phone. So, uh, and a hotspot because I can't connect to the Wi-Fi. So, um, <laughs> looks good so far. Uh, but uh, I just see, uh, I just saw rather. Frank's radio service uh, chime in. Um, for those of you, Jake and George can attest to this, obviously being at the racetrack, but uh, appreciate their um, partnership with the podcast this year, uh, looking to do um, some great things with them in the future. Uh, but yeah, I unfortunately did not make it out, but uh, wanted to meet um, Frank himself. But thank you, Brian. Thank you, Daryl, for everything you do for us, not only at the track, obviously the local drivers and stuff, so forth, but uh, the, the podcast as well. So we will give them their uh, about minute or so of fame. And then uh, Jordan, or excuse me, Jake is gonna lead us off with the uh, Craftsman Truck Series recap and then we'll get all three series rants. We'll lead us off with that and then uh, dive into the local stuff. So without further ado.
0: That'll get you pumped up for some racing, right? If you or your team are missing the vital in-race communications that you have been longing for or your radios sound like something from the 1960s, it's time you give our presenting partner, Frank's Radio Service, a call. They offer radio and headset sales along with all of the accessories you will need to take that extra step to winning more races. The team at Frank's goes the extra lap to program your radios as well so you can focus on racing and spotting. Give your local Colorado dealers, Brian or Daryl, a call at 719-761-1413 or 720-545-5249 now to get started. Traveling out of town for a race? No problem. Franks has you covered from the West Coast to the Midwest. Also check them out at www.franksradio.com and on Facebook, Franks Radio Service Colorado. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you.
3: Mm-hmm. Indeed.
1: I'm reading the comments here Kyle Shushow and Brian making fun of me for not being there okay see how it is <laughs> All right I mean I I did say in the text group there was a, it was a possibility it wasn't a guarantee so lay off me Brian I you in involved get off okay? to, uh, I actually had to get the outlaw cart ready for this upcoming weekend but since I'm obviously in Odessa had to had to get that done but uh regardless um i'm excited waiting patiently uh to hear the cns weekend recap from jake and jord um obviously saw the posts and videos about it so we'll get into that um in just a minute but mr jake if you want to lead us off
2: yeah so we're gonna do into our uh nascar recaps real fast um i'm gonna kind of throw a a jordan on this one the the ts port 200. Well said. Um, well right, said. The T 4 two hundred at Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. Wow, that was a that's a mouthful. That's that's a lot right there, in just the name of the actual speedway. But yeah. anyway, we had the Craftsman Truck Series on Friday. Um just with uh trying to get cars and stuff loaded and, and ready to go for this last Saturday. Didn't get to watch it because we actually had the pitiful Broncos. I wouldn't say pitiful, they did okay. But anyway, that's football, not that racing. Um, so we were watching the Broncos game while actually uh, uh, getting the cars ready. I uh, totally forgot the truck, about the truck series, so I, I apologize I to you. all those Craftsman truck series drivers that I did not watch it. So, But just looking at the recap, uh, we actually have, if I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, uh, the playoffs for the trucks starting for next week or their next race. So uh I thought it started did it start with this race was... their, their so. recap kind of made it sound like oh yeah because it's locked in the the round of eight yeah okay yep so yes we had our first playoff race playoffs. for the craftsman truck playoffs the craftsman <laughs> truck series uh just kind of looking at the recap I'm man he uh he just can dominate at certain tracks and uh it was nothing new at this one uh so it looks like he led 179 of 200 laps so <laughs> uh not really a whole lot to talk about other than the fact that he just sailed off into the sunset and dominated in indianapolis you can hear my dogs i'm so sorry they're going crazy i was uh, gonna
1: blame it on the hotel room say it was in here with me. <laughs>
2: yeah no the brother-in-law's here showing off his new car so um, so yeah so uh chai majeski like i said uh, took home your checkered. So locking him into the round of eight, since we're in currently, like Kyle Shushaw said, the round of 10. Going into the round of eight, Ty Majewski has locked himself in. Uh, Christian Eckes was second place. Lane Riggs was third place. Carson Hozobar oh. and Zane Smith came home in fifth place. So uh, I can't believe it's here. Playoffs? Playoffs? Playoffs. They're already here? yes so, yeah. For yeah, them. For the truckers. Guys, and I start. I still have uh, our notes from the beginning of the year, so our championship predictions right here. Uh, I hey, don't count me off. out. I'll just read them off real fast for us, uh, if it decides to load. I don't
1: even I remember who I picked in, for the it? truck series. Yeah, I, I picked Zane Smith. I think I'm. I'm good. Uh,
2: let's see. Uh, Brandon, actually, you did. Zane Smith. Uh, I'm good. Jord picked Ty Majeski. And I picked by Majeski. So so far, two of us are uh, looking pretty good. But mm-hmm. we still got a lot, hey. a lot of racing left. Yeah, yeah, a lot to go. Not. <laughs> so yeah, with that, I'll throw it over to George for the opportunities. Uh, okay,
3: story. sounds good. So these boys were over at uh, Indianapolis this weekend. So it was the Pennzoil 150 presented by Advanced Auto Parts at Indianapolis <laughs> Motor Speedway Road Course. Whew. Hold on, a I wish I had a Every beer. Time. I need a drink after mm-hmm. that one. Um, so this one, uh, watch recap and whatnot, obviously we were, we were all at the racetrack running and whatnot, but, um, early on Ty Gibbs showed a lot of, uh, a lot of strength. Um, they did have a right, a lightning delay early on too, but, um, really wasn't, it it was like the almond dinger Ty Gibbs, Sam Mayer trio, right. For this entire race, it seemed like, uh, those three were like, they were showing strong and they were going to be the cars to beat roughly. It was going to come down to strategy and, and who could get out front and um, further on down into the race. uh, Ty Gibbs just drove away with it. I think there was like 10 to go and he had like a three second lead. So then then it was just like, you know, they were focusing on what was going on for second on back, pretty much. <laughs> you know, people guy and you know, road courses lately, they there's been a lot of beating and banging and 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 guys take uh throwing cars into corners and taking chances and whatnot. Um I know that Almondinger ended up missing a corner late. I think it was like two laps to go and Sam Mater Sam Mayer ended up working Mayer. underneath him. Mater. <laughs> Mayer. Mayer. Toe mater toe mater uh ended up working it up underneath him and taking second away but, um, but yeah, I mean, Ty Gibbs drove a hell of a race and, um, and spanked everybody there towards the end. Yeah. He was out to a three second lead, which is pretty good on a, on a road course, you know? Um, so looks like, uh, Ty Gibbs took uh took first, Sam Mayer took second, AJ Almendinger took third, Austin Hill was fourth, and then fifth was Justin Allgaier. So yeah, pretty good race. I know that they're where, where where are they at next i forget where they're at next uh, Watkins Glen. Watkins when? walk that's right that's right road and then and well. then yeah. talla then they're off to talladega right daytona daytona that's what it is for the cutoff that's race right. Yeah. that's right so getting close to the end here getting down to the nitty gritty you're gonna see who uh sam Mayer, man that dude's coming on yeah. right at the right time so it's yeah. good to see
1: jake real quick who do we pick for the externity
2: jord uh picked sam Mayer for the uh for uh xfinity i have Justin okay and you have josh barry there we go well that's not getting hot (laughs) well i mean
0: it's all about who gets hot after daytona right that's
3: it yeah yeah. the short tracks yeah Mm -hmm. gotta love it right
0: uh those are all jrm picks i like it i
1: that's been many moons ago almost a year ago uh yeah no so yeah seriously um <laughs> i don't even know what episode that had to have been like 50 60, uh
2: something. i think it was right before the uh i think that was after the first i think it was after daytona i don't know it was yeah. either right before daytona or right after yep. damn. yeah damn
0: time flies when you're having fun exactly uh
2: so as i said all
1: three series uh national series ran this weekend um yeah the monster energy cup series uh verizon 200 at the brickyard Um, obviously it's the road course. We'll talk about that maybe here in a later segment, whether we agree with that or want to get them on the big track. Uh, they were testing there this week on the big track. So obviously some, uh, motion, uh, traction, I should say in the right direction. If I, I don't know why else they would be testing there. Um, Mm -hmm. other than if they're going to make a schedule change. So, um, whether you agree with that or not, um, Sunday's race, um, you had, uh, surprising cast, I guess I'll say with speed right away. You had uh our amigo Daniel Suarez qualifying quick you know, quick time on the pole, whatever you want to say. Uh which is a nice break because the Fords and the Toyotas have just dominated, seems like the last month. So Chevrolet to see any speed, whether it was in qualifying the race, whatever, was good to see. Uh you like diversity there. You don't want to mm-hmm. just see one manufacturer just run away with it. Uh so that was good to see a lot of Chevy's qualified, you know, in the top ten. Um The way the race shook out, uh, I don't know where Mr. Uh, Michael McDowell started. I want to say it was like 12, 15. Someone's going to correct me. Um, I have too many gadgets open to look. But uh, he slowly, um, just not slowly, like stage one, was like, boom, he's in the top 10. All of a sudden, he's in the top five. Next thing you know, he's battling for the lead. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, in in a quick rundown, you had Michael McDowell, Daniel Suarez, Chase Elliott, all right, there um the whole race just one two three uh chase's car at times did you know they were stating on the mbc broadcast that he was the fastest car on the track you know by a tenth two tenths whatever it was um then later in the run is his car would kind of fall off and there was actually a moment in the race where uh, our amigo daniel suarez um actually was right on the bumper for probably a good laugh around that joint and uh chase elliott was just losing the left rear, right rear, whatever it was. And he uh, just didn't want to get out of the way, which I understand. And uh, Daniel actually moved him out of the way. I think it was turn 14, um, the last turn before they get on the front stretch going backwards of the the big track. Uh, But basically it came down to Daniel Suarez's team making a mistake on pit road. He, the air hose on the left front um, actually got caught underneath the tire when they dropped the jack. So that slowed him down, sent him back to like fifth or something. But basically it was the McDowell and Chase Elliott show. Um, from there, obviously the Chase Elliott fans, this is his, I would say, one of two opportunities to make it into the playoffs because obviously he needs a win to do that. Um, he had he had it, um, but Michael McDowell was just dominant, which is awesome to see a small team um, – Obviously, they they lost their crew chief to, you know, Alex Bowman's team, the, the Colorado boy. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, but regardless, um, it was cool to see Michael win as a second win. Obviously, if you recall, Daytona 500 two years ago. Uh, but Chase, you know, with two to go, he gave it everything he had. And I, I think he got to within two tenths, maybe a tenth and a half of Michael McDowell. So it would have been cool to see one more lap, what would have happened. But regardless, Michael was your uh, winner, locked himself into the playoffs. Um, with that win so I think we have 15 15 different uh, winners this season so a couple mm-hmm. shy of last year but still going to be a, a good playoffs as Jordan mentioned going to Watkins Glen this weekend uh, you got to watch out for the Chase Elliott's Martin Truex juniors those type of people so it would be a, a cool story to see Chase get into the playoffs but I just don't know if that team is would do anything with it right if, if they got locked in I just I don't think They're a fifth-place, fourth-place car all year long. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed the road courses the last couple years. More excitement, more beaten, banging, mistakes, uh, that kind of stuff, because you got to be so perfect, especially in the highest level. But uh, regardless of that, um, I'll save my next comment for the uh, green flag, black flag on that. Uh, But, yeah, that was your uh, national series rundown for all three series. And, uh, yeah, now I will shut up. Buckle in, sit down, and uh, let these two gentlemen uh, talk about the uh, CNS Weekend Recap. So, without further ado, fire away.
3: Go ahead, Jake. Oh. Start us off. All right.
2: So, yeah, we had the SRL uh, race this weekend, brought to you by Buckeye, Buckeye Welding Spears Southwest Tour Series. The uh, name of this was a little small, so I had to kind of do the squin eyes. I need to get my gla- my dad's glasses oh, up and read this stuff. No, you're good. Sure. I guess i'm i'm turning into my dad i can't can't see <laughs> is that a 10 millimeter or a 13 yeah. millimeter yeah. Uh, i can't tell <laughs> um yeah uh what a wicked show this weekend uh we have super late models uh with all the srl we had a great turnout jordan's going to talk about that race uh here in a minute we had the grand america modified super stocks and the figure eights so we are going to start off with the super stocks real fast um not quite the turnout i was expecting for the super stocks it was actually their lowest car count uh so far this year and i think actually in the last two years this is their their smallest car count um they had 12 cars come out usually they're kind of in that 18 to 20 so uh must have just been some people just couldn't make it out or you know some wrecked cars i'm hoping it's not a lot of wrecked cars but
1: maybe just too many things. cheeseburgers yeah
2: too, too many <laughs> yeah. cheeseburgers and Got a little food poison or something? I don't know.
3: Cheeseburger had uh, one hell of a ride there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. for
2: sure. But uh, let me look back here. So Chris Cox was your uh, quick time winner of the night with a nineteen three six four. So good job, Mister Chris Cox. I know he always the, was talking to him after the races. He always likes to try and sweep the uh, night in the super stocks. And uh, there was a guy out there that just was like, "Nah, wait a second, not." <laughs> So, uh, in the dash, um, got the M60 of Morris Christner. uh, kind of got loose on the start on the front row, kind of went back Uh, a lot of back and forth, beating and banging, uh, kind of got strung out a little bit. And then, uh, as hopefully a lot of you are friends with Ian Clark on Facebook, he posted a video that, uh, the M60 got on the inside and just for some reason with three to go, just, I mean... Kind of a bump, dump, and run. And Ian did a damn good job of steering that thing off the wall and saving it. That thing, that thing kind of looked like a John Seeley moment uh, in the mods. No shot against uh, Mr. John Seeley, but that was like right there in that same part of the track. That if he didn't try and save that as well as he did, that was a nose first into that Ooh. little curve wall. Yeah. Going into pit lane there, so as soon guy. as it
3: overcorrected, I thought he was nose oh, yeah. first in that part. I was like, "Oh shit,
1: here we yeah. go!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looked like he was uh, wheeling a yeah, yeah. Uh, dirt dirt late model around. there got <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, to be fast to be a successful Cox blocker. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, yes, you I do. just love the the hand out the window net too, as he was going down the back stretch, letting everybody know, like, "Hey, I, I saved just, it. I um, just shit my pants, but we're good." <laughs> yeah. Somebody was, have a cheeseburger ready for me.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: I hope Mr. Clark's watching.
2: Oh, if he's not. He'll see it later. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody tag Ian Clark real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, your dash winner was the 21 of Chris Nelson. So good job, Mr. Nelson. Uh, in your fast dash, uh, wasn't a lot of beating and banging, but there was a lot of close racing. Hmm. Nose the tail side by side, nose the tail side by side. Uh, racing, and I want to say with two to go, uh, Jordan Bain was was in the lead, and Mr. Chris Cox just slowly started getting there. Oh, I'm here. (laughs) Good. Hi, Ian. Hi, Ian. Uh, Slowly started getting there, getting there, and then on the final lap, uh, got his nose down into turn one underneath him, and it was just a drag race from there back to the start-finish line. And seeing the photo, I mean, it was... Again, one of those finishes in the Superstocks this year where it was just like a nose hair beat uh, Jordan Abeta. Nose beat, hairs
1: this long? Nose
2: hairs, yeah, this long. Uh, Jordan Abeta beat uh, Mr. Chris Cox to the line for the uh, Fast Dash win. So way to put on a show in the uh, Fast Dash, guys. Uh, that was pretty fun to watch from staging. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of fun for all the uh, fans in attendance as well. Mm-hmm. Uh so in the superstock feature, I didn't really get to watch it. I tried to rewatch it on uh, Facebook with a lot of people posting it and stuff, but just Sunday was just, I was dead to the world. So I apologize. I didn't really get to watch the super stocks, but still was a pretty good show uh, nonetheless that I, I could see. Uh, we have one incident where uh, Chris Nelson, uh, I think Brent Cave, I don't know if Brent got into him, if he was getting loose off the corner and just Brent kind of helped him. But he ended up kind of overcorrecting and kind of nose first right into the uh, front stretch wall. Uh, seemed to me like maybe something bent or, uh, you know, just couldn't get back out there. I, I hope he got back out there. I didn't see if he did or not, but um, hopefully he can get that car fixed if anything is uh, desperately wrong with that one. But uh, your eventual winner for the super stocks on the night. Was the forty-nine of mr chris cox so congratulations mr cox uh you're on one hell of a run lately it seems like so uh cox blocking cox blocking exactly you get out in the lead and it's just it's hard to get around you man it doesn't matter what you're driving <laughs> yeah. uh and i'm sorry you didn't get the sweep for the night but you know you got the two kind of the two most important quick time in the main event i think so uh, good job on that, and uh, good job to all the Super Stocks drivers. The 12 of you that showed up, you did put a damn good show on for the fans. So uh, with that, uh, I'm going to move on into the mods. Uh, pretty good turnout for the mods uh, for the night. Um, we had Mr. Ed Becciarelli coming back tonight, uh, so it was good to see the 18 back out there. So we had 15 total for the night. Uh, it's kind of off we're about eight or nine cars off what we're usually been running this year. Uh, But nonetheless, still 15 cars is still a good car count, uh, especially with the SRL series coming into town. Try to entice them to get those modifieds out here um, and put on a modified show next time they show up, if they show up. So hopefully they uh, put it on schedule next year. But uh, in your modifieds, uh, Mr. Ed Vetturelli, man, he's 70. He can still be fast. I don't care how old he is. He still knows how to wheel that thing. So he was your quick time winner of the night with a 16, 9, 3, 8. And then I think it was from second to fifth. There was like a difference of like a 10th, if that between second and fifth place. So, uh, damn, damn good laps on the night for, uh, the modifieds and qualifying, uh, in your normal dash. Uh, we got to see the eighth car, Mr. Benjamin Stanley, uh, get up on the front row and, uh, be on the pole with Mr. Jared wall on the lap one. Uh, you can definitely see he was trying for it. He, uh, kind of jumped Jared a little bit, just a little bit, you know, didn't beat him to the line, but jumped him a little bit, Tried to get out that front lead, but, uh, just could never get to the bottom as quick as he probably wanted to. Um, but really it was just that 49 car just coming back from the, well, it was like third or fourth. I think he started, just started yeah. methodically slowly, just lap by lap closing in and got into the lead and just took off from there. So Chris Cox, your dash winner, then the number 49. Again, like I said, he's he's just been on a roll lately. <laughs> Sandbagger. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Chris.
3: I, I love you. I love you. Um I wanted to give him shit after the race because I, I knew he was fighting that car. But, yeah, you, you know, you just got to give him a little bit of help. Yeah, a little grief. a little,
2: little grief, yeah. Love you, that guy. You could tell he was pushing tight the whole, yeah. the whole two laps at qualifying. So yeah. it, it just happens sometimes. Um, but in your fast dash, uh, we had our family just kind of knee-shaking uh, for the start of that race. So Jordan and I got to start on uh, the uh, row one for the fast dash. Which we Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed, for rolling a six. Um, yeah, we kind of came came together before we got in the cars, and we're like, okay. Don't, don't hit, mess don't this hit, up. Yeah, don't hit each other. Whoever's, whoever gets out to, like, a little bit of a lead or starts to pull away, the other one, just not back off, but just don't be forcing anything. So, George got out to the to the lead, and I didn't want to force anything, plus my car was, wasn't working on the top very well. So, he got out to the early lead. And from there, he just, he didn't give it up. Me and, me and Scotty were trying. We were, we were closing in a little bit, but you just were pulling off the corner pretty good, rolling center and and doing pretty well. So, Jordan took home your fast dash win this week, uh, your first one this year, and second one overall. So, congratulations mm-hmm. on that one. Um, and then that set it up for a pretty good uh, uh, main event feature. Uh, I think it was... Who started on the pole? You started on the pole, which is kind hmm. of funny because the dash, I started on the pole, I won, green a checker, and then pulled the one. George starts on the dash, P1, leads every lap, wins the fast dash, and then pulls a P1 on the pill drop. So I don't know what So it sounds like, like
1: you guys need to win the dash yeah. every time. Yeah,
2: wow. exactly. I, I don't Just... know what it is about us pulling P1 after the fast <laughs> dash, but uh, apparently we have had a some little sort of luck
3: have a little luck go our way for the main is more or less what I need to happen. I don't want to win yeah. those dashes. I want to win one of those damn mains. Yeah, exactly. That's where <laughs> They're hard I'm, to win, man. They're hard yeah. to
2: win. That's where the chicks come to see you, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, George started on the pole with Ed on the outside, um, right on lap one, Ed just sailed it into turn one. And I think coming out of turn two took the lead and, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but basically, Ed took it from there and, and led every lap. Uh, we got spread out pretty good, uh, middle of the race. Uh, everybody was racing pretty clean. Nothing really bad happening. You know, some beating, banging here and there, but, you know, that's racing. Uh, poor Benjamin Stanley in the uh, eight car. He's been trying his ass off this year. He's been getting better each and every week, and he ran his fastest qualifying lap. And the fact that he was running really good in the heat race. It's just getting better and better. And then just going into turn three, just boom, just something let loose. Piston went through the block and just oil mm. went everywhere. And he spun out and it locked up on him right in turn three. And it was just kind of like, hold on. And I think yeah. CJ was spotting for him and even said, brace yourself. Cause <laughs> the leaders, we were coming right into turn three right after it happened. And thankfully we have some pretty good drivers that, uh, avoid some pretty good uh incidents like that because you had ed you know drifting around with the drift cars you know i don't know if he was just taking a little bit out of the drift cars for the day but uh drifting around on the top side all of a sudden just calamity right there in the middle uh you didn't watch kyle clegg's video he about rear-ended george (laughs) george went high almost spun out kyle spun out in front of me i'm slamming doing this and that just trying to keep straight not hitting anybody but I think the only only bad thing that happened is that the seven car spun it out, tried to stop and just barely backed into Benjamin a little bit. So nothing too bad, nothing too big damage wise. But it was uh, definitely some chaos watching it from the stands and on the uh, broadcast. So uh, I'm
3: sorry. I, I love Chris Cox's comment. I just let Jesus take the wheel on that one. Oh, my yeah, God. He did. Oh, just
2: all of a sudden, he's <laughs> just sliding right by.
3: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's
2: great stuff. Um, so we had a pretty good red flag there. Um, after the red flag, well, kind of during the red flag, we got told to go to the front straight. I started up the car, and my uh, temperature gauge pegged it up to 250, I think it was. Uh-oh. And don't understand why. Uh, Chris Cox, thank you, because we went through the car on Sunday, and some of the stuff that you were, you and I were talking about. Uh, Yeah, definitely have those things and we're going to be changing them this week uh, into next week for the next race, making sure that we have the proper parts so that it does not overheat again. So um, but with that being motor just being refreshed and we just put it in literally Thursday night, Friday morning, uh, didn't want to blow it up, risking it. And thank you, Mr. Uh, Adam Hilton. Uh, I think he kind of knew I was. I had a, like small water puddle underneath the car, sitting on the back straight away. When I pulled off, he knew instantly. In his sandals, I think he even had a drink in his hand. Dead sprint, I think it was like a 4.040. And he ran <laughs> Damn. Down pit road, helped dad pull the hood off. Just started dumping water on top of the radiator, cooled it down. To, I think about 180, 170. Got me back out there, and luckily I didn't lose any laps. So thank you, Mr. Help, for that. Um got back out there. I ended up finishing seventh, tried my butt off to get up there, and uh, I did. It did not spill. Hey, hey, I'll give you a round of applause yeah, on that Yes, yeah, that's awesome. Right there. Yeah. Hold my beer, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he actually even gave it to mom to hold. <laughs>
1: hold my beer, watch this. Yeah.
2: But uh after the restart, um Kyle got up in a second, was really trying to get to Ed. Just never really could get that position on him. Kind of sounds like maybe Mr. Ed was like, "Hey, I'm winning this sum gun," and you know, maybe maybe blocking. I don't know. Just you know, Ed's out there to win. Like That's just else. his
3: line. He, he's just Man. he
2: goes high to low, and he's just got that line. You know, you just can't ever uh, anticipate it. So, your winner for the night in the uh, Great American Modifieds was the uh, 18 of Mr. Ed Beciarelli. Uh Congratulations to him. Um, I know he's been kind of back and forth on racing. But he's still one hell of a driver, and love having him out there because he's the best, and you want to beat the best. And we mm-hmm. were doing pretty good. Everybody was doing pretty good. So um, to just go over your quick top five. I'm sorry I didn't do for this for the Super Stocks. So Super Stocks, Chris Cox, Jordan Abeda, Kyle Stidham, Brent Cave, and Mr. Alex Rodriguez in the Grand America Modifieds, Ed Venturelli, Kyle Clegg, Jordan third, Holly Clark in fourth, and Mr. Chris Cox uh in fifth so good job to everybody in the super socks and grand America Modifieds putting on a darn good show for the big crowd Uh, i'm gonna shut up now i'm gonna pass it down to george for the figure eights and super late models
3: all right so the figure eight race we'll go over that uh here real quick uh dash race uh they did uh, i believe what i thought they did they were supposed to do 12 laps but it says here they only did 10 So originally on the schedule, it said they were supposed to do 12, and then they ended up only doing 10. But a little bit, it it got a little crazy there. Uh, Frank Gasno was out front with uh, uh, the number 50 car of, I think it was Makichi. Um, And then you had Adam Gasno was up front. Uh, You know, good hard racing early on in the race. Uh, And then you have that 15 car that uh, just seems to find the front. Anytime that he's on the racetrack, right? Uh, I know they had a couple spin outs and a couple of cautions uh, during the, during that race as well. Um, Just some guys just, just running hard, really. You know what I mean? Uh, It wasn't anything um, that I would say like huge crashes or anything. Nobody lost their stuff. Uh, Just good hard nose racing. Um, So anyways, so the number 15 ended up getting out in front and kind of sailed away with it. Uh, so that was, uh, the member 15 and Jared wall or Jared wall, Jeremy wall, uh, excuse me, took your like What I want. Yeah, I, right. yeah. Uh, so he took your dash win for the feature. Um, so Jeremy ended up getting out on out to the lead on, on lap one at that point. And I remember sitting in staging and I was just keeping my eye on everything. And, it, they had one of the cars was like right in front of us on the fence. And all I could see was just the X. So I was trying to see who was going through the exit, you know, at each time. And, and yeah, Jeremy ended up getting in a lead and there was a pretty good battle going on behind them between the three car, Mr. Michael Wolf and Isaac Martinez. were are uh, battling really hard. Uh, the 18, I mean, uh, D three uh, doing a really good job too. It um, the it's the flow. It's the flow. So <laughs> Swap, it, it, it they did end up having quite a few race cars show up for the, uh, figure eights. There was 14 of them that night. So there was, uh, some pretty good action going on in the X. We know how the fans love to see those, uh, on the edge of your seat moments. So yeah, exactly. And that was, it, it was the entertainment value there that night. So that was really good to see. Uh, but it was really good turnout overall. I was, it was glad to see that many cars out for the, uh, for the figure eights. And, um, uh, yeah, they, it, overall, it was a really fun race to watch. I did go back and watch it on, on the low budget broadcast. So, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was some great racing going on between every, all the competitors. Um, but yeah, I mean, just that number 15 car, man. I mean, he's just, he's hard to beat, especially when he gets out to the lead early. Uh, there's just no letting up from that car. So, uh, quick rundown for your top five, uh, coming in first was Jeremy wall. Second was d D three in the 18 car third was the uh, three car of Michael Wolfe jr. fourth was the 50 of Justin McKeechee, and then coming in fifth was the 71 of Isaac Martinez so good job to you drivers uh, now getting into the <laughs> the main the big show the big show uh, man this was it was awesome from start to finish this show was one of the better races that I've ever seen live period. Right, there was battles going on all over the track. um and Thirty super late
2: models. I mean, gosh, e- money. Oh, yeah, well, twenty six officially, but I think there was some that showed up that didn't actually end up qualifying.
3: Right, and there was a there was a couple of them. Mm-hmm. um But from, I mean, they were only a tenth and a half from first to what twentieth, something like that. Yeah. It was close. That's the but first it, thing it was, I
1: saw on race monitor. I was like, yeah. wow.
3: It, mm-hmm. Like qualifying was nuts, you know, and, and somebody, you know, get up on the board and you're like, damn, that's going to be a really good lap and nope. And oh, then nice. somebody take it over and, mm-hmm. but, and by thousands, by thousands of a second, you know, next person would take the leaderboard and, and whatnot. So getting into the main event, uh, there was a lot of, a lot of local drivers putting on a really good show. Uh, But early on, it looked like it was going to be either Cole Raz or Jace. Uh, the, the 18 car, Eddie Vecchirelli put on a hell of a race too. Michael Scott. Um, I I mean, or, uh, Mr. Cooper, he, he, Nick, Nick Cooper put on a really good run there. They, they got strung out. I think they ran the first 75. What was the first 80 laps? I think they had a caution at 80 for a competition caution. I, I, believe so. But they had that big accident. Like, I think what, right at,
2: I thought it was like, oh, that's right.
3: That's right. That's right. They had an accident there, and then and then they had the competition caution, and they let everybody, you know, go out on the track, cool the cars off, make their adjustments, you know, fill them back up with fuel, do all that stuff. Sixty eight. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, and then from there, they had a couple other uh, cautions. Uh, I know that one of the one of the bigger ones too was Blaine Blaine Roca and the eighteen car getting together well i wouldn't even say getting together
2: eddie eddie was
3: eddie was running him hard i mean but he wasn't doing anything eddie's a damn good driver you know what i mean like he's not gonna you know pinch somebody down and put him in a bad situation type like Mm -hmm. he was running him hard fighting for position and it just to me coming off the turn two it looked like the 98 car just straight turned him and the the (sighs) the Man, that old man Eddie Ed Vettorelli, he lit up in that in that spotter stand. It uh-huh. was like holy crap! I turned around. I think Brian Sanders he, had a really good view of it. I, I mean, cars are the the cars are going right in front of us, and I could hear him yelling up, you know, seven eight rows behind <laughs> us. That is, I mean, I won't give exact explicit <laughs> to what he, exactly he said, but um, to me, I mean, it was. It, 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 I, you know he should have got his, his. It's short track racing. You know what I mean. Like he sh- he got dumped. He should have got his mm-hmm. spot back, and the ninety eight should have went to the rear. So, but they ended up leaving the ninety eight there, and and I don't know the full rule book of what those calls are technically yeah, made. So I don't know if it's yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's if it's more tiered towards NASCAR style. You spin, you go to the you go to the rear or whatever. um But to me, you know, short track style racing, it's like man. You, yeah, 98, you go to the rear, you mm-hmm. know? So, but damn Eddie was on a mission after that. Cause he, he was fighting behind Jace there for a good 15, 20 laps earlier on in the race. And it looked from there, like that was going to be the two cars to beat. I mean, right off the get go, the okay, the 08 car, he ended up taking the lead, I think around like lap 60 or something like that. And the whole stands jumped up on their feet. And I mean, I've never seen anything like it. The cheering and everything else i mean the you know the whole emotion of the race um come out for the fans and the support for that for him uh it was really amazing to see and you could just tell like you could start to see it building you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like who the fans really wanted to 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 win that race and and from there like i said uh i thought it was going to be the 18 car and the 08 car because it looked like they had the two cars to beat right so further down the road um about 30 or so to go It was right around there um they they ended up having a a few more cautions michael scott was a man on a freaking mission i've never Mm -hmm. seen anybody sail a car into a turn like that on the outside
2: he was in like the fourth lane he was almost in the marbles going (laughs)
3: around them corners man oh my god he he, it takes a a large set of cojones (laughs) to put a car in that position and make it stick and make it stick like my hat is off to that man he drove his ass off he just quite didn't have it you know what i mean but you could see he was he was gonna make it happen Mm -hmm. and he drove his ass off and i huge credit to him because that was awesome to see but as like i said it's about 30 or so to go you could start to see the real the real battles start to take place Mm -hmm. and uh i'm not sure what happened to eddie i didn't see it but he ended up tagging the wall he made his way right behind the 98 car and i'm thinking in the back of my mind like here we go Redemption. like we all look at each other we're like something's gonna happen to this poor 90 90- to blaine roca like it-, it has to like some sort of paybacks coming and the dude blew a tire Yeah, it, it, oh, right
2: yeah. he didn't
3: wreck yeah he just blew a tire right yeah. in front of eddie and i'm like damn it like to me as a fan <laughs> i'm like damn it, i want to see that i, I want to yeah. see what is going to happen like, come I, I on think that, i think
2: that was god saying here i'll do it for you so that you don't <laughs> see anything else happen down yeah there. yeah seriously so, yeah. little little
1: and god said there. you can race another day but
3: you can race another yeah. yeah exactly but um it got down to about five laps to go and you can see again you can see the clou- the crowd excitement start to build because the 0- 08 car got out in front, and and there was a couple late cautions, like I said, and and there was one specifically where he was coming off the back straightaway, and me and Jake looked at each other, and he cut down in front of that uh, that 68 car, Cole or uh, was was a 68? Yeah, it was the 68 car, and I I'm not kidding you, there there couldn't have been that much space going into turn three so between asked, him and the nose. I asked
2: I asked Daryl after uh, when we went and took a picture with him and Frank and uh, Brian. I was like, man, you cleared him pretty quick. He's like, actually, I don't think I even clicked the button to say clear, and he was already going down. He just I, knew he was clear. And,
3: and that was, and that was the the cool part because you knew that that man he wasn't going to let anybody beat him. Right mm-hmm. at that point, he was going to he was just taking the position, like get mm-hmm. the hell out of my way. And I, I'm serious, like there couldn't have been that much space between those two cars, and it was just like, oh. um, I don't know if I'd have had the the you know. Hair on the cojones to be able to pull that move off, honestly. But well, the fact that I i don't remember,
2: was it Cole Raz that he did that too Yeah, or was that
3: Gomez? Uh, no, it wasn't Gomes. No, it, was, it wasn't Gomes. Gomes yeah. yeah, so it was
2: Raz. The fact that he didn't like just totally blow into his rear end too and just spin him out. I, I, I'll i give it yeah, to him too because he, he definitely could have, but didn't because right, he yeah, he had every opportunity.
3: It, well, and so from there. He got out in front, got a good, pretty good, comfortable lead. There was a lot of battles going on behind him, like I was saying. But one of the coolest moments, I, I can remember two really emotional moments in my entire life watching races. One was the Daytona, or the Daytona race in July, the Pepsi 400 in 2001, when Dale Jr. came across the start finish line. And number two is this, is this race. When he took the white flag, that whole place, there was not a person standing competitors, fans, Stay. officials. I mean, everybody was on their feet down the back straight away. I get a little choked up because seriously, it was like one of the coolest moments I've ever seen in my entire mm-hmm. life and see him take that checkered flag was like, I mean, mm-hmm. y- y- there was nothing like it. I mean, it just shows you there's more to racing than just oh, yeah. on track performance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um,
1: I mean, even, even the, uh, picture obviously i wasn't there but the picture you know afterwards with with him you know looking up to. i mean that's just yeah if yeah. you know you know jace at right. all in, in that situation when is he very, even
2: said that like going into three right in the middle of three and four he said the waterworks just started coming oh, in his helmet okay. and that picture where he's going like that you
3: you could definitely see he was he had the okay. waterworks going for i sure.
2: mean you yeah. talk kept,
3: about storybook yeah. right yeah i mean scripted you, you're, you're burying your brother on Friday and you go out and win the race on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what, what could be a better way to, to, to perform in that race and then to win the damn thing. And to,
2: and to see everybody, when he came off the track, the whole oh, pit man, running, it was like
3: Dale Earnhardt when he won Daytona mm-hmm. 500
2: and even coming back after he cleared tech and uh, came back to his trailer. It was like everybody in the stands was in the pits, just right, right. there, just cheering him on as he, as he came back to his pit that, definitely was one of the most emotional cool moments you've ever seen in your life
3: yeah yeah it it was um it was amazing to see Mm -hmm. like i'll never forget that night and and just for that one reason like just to see how much that race to meant to one individual and an entire an entire racing community to see Mm him the support that they had for him was second to Well, even
1: you know shout out mark neff you know that that post that he made i I believe it was friday maybe thursday saying like look out this man Mm -hmm. is on a mission like Mm -hmm. and he he did it
3: yeah Mm -hmm. and he did it super proud of him yeah i mean super proud
2: Uh, we'll quickly go through the top five real quick
3: okay so top five uh after it was all said and done uh some it's good to see a couple local names on the on the top five right so Coming in fifth was your last year's champion and the 24 of uh well 24 D for that race was Cody Dempster. Uh fourth, like I was saying, the uh, Mr. Man on a mission was the 82 of Michael Scott. Um third was the 16G of Jacob Gomes, and second was the 63 of Cole Raz. And then coming in first was your your man, the 08 of Jay Sanson. So uh hell of a race. I think that. As far as the race goes, and and I told this to Jim after the race was over, like th- that was one of the most well put together shows that I've seen out there. Period. Like it was smooth from start to finish. Uh, the crowd, I mean, it was just a, a hell of a night of racing. It was one of the most fun nights I've ever been a part of out there. Um, overall, you know, they they everybody from the track crew um to you know the fans to the the drivers everybody did a really good job and it was a lot of fun being there and and the excitement was there you know it was like it was it was what racing's all about you know what i mean and, and put together in one night i i truly enjoyed the hell out of myself and and hope a lot of other people felt the same way because it was it was phenomenal i mean we didn't get out of there till like uh, well and even it's even that after the races were over um I, i've never seen so many people in the pits before oh yeah Can you was remember pandemonium the there's people everywhere it was fantastic i mean mm-hmm. you literally couldn't walk up pit road without being like excuse me um whoa, all right i'm gonna get yeah. by these people yeah it was people i just want a beer damn it yeah so it, it was it was awesome i i truly had a hell of a night it was a lot of fun but go, go ahead and take it away jake
2: well i was gonna say just real quick um Pull up Melody's uh comment here at uh 817. This I didn't know this. This is pretty good. Um so, threw me off because I'm an hour ahead. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, okay, so 917, yeah. Um, so George. so we had challenge cup at this time last year. Uh so George took the fast dash win. Or oh, well, he wow. took the dash win, uh, I think it was actually. Yeah. But still, you yeah. yeah. won a yeah. dash. Won a dash. Chris Cox won the main, and Jay Sanson won the
3: 150. Oh. And I can't we,
2: History repeated itself. So that's damn, awesome. That's that's awesome. That awesome. Our historian good, uh, Melody McMullen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good good nugget of information
2: there. Yeah.
1: yeah. We'll call that's, it a we'll call it a, a Mick nugget there. Like.
3: Where yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: uh, yeah, like George said, enough that he, you know enough said what he said, and uh, great night of racing, uh, uh, top to bottom. And one real quick thing. It was kind of nice being able to get there. Eleven o'clock, gate was open. Oh. Pulled the trailer in, got tickets right away, and I don't think there was a that long of a line at all mm-hmm. to get tickets. I mean, it was just like smooth, flawless. Like I think they should take note of that and do it every weekend. So I agree. Who knows? You never know. But uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, August nineteenth, we got the tracks light models, pure stocks, and the trains, the fifty two eighty pit lighting, short track. Sizzler. Ooh. Hey. That's a good one. So like that one. If, you're not, if you're not doing anything this weekend, uh make sure you go out and support all the uh other series out there, like the Pro Trucks, Late Models, Pure Stocks, and the trains. Hopefully we can get some trains out there. I know what we had like four or five last race. So hopefully yeah. we can get some get some back out there and, and do a pretty good train show. But I know the between the Pro Trucks, Late Models, and Pure Stocks, they got pretty darn good car counts. So if you're not doing anything. Get out there, support your local racing, and uh, have some fun. So with that, uh, we're going to go into the citywide. Uh, banks ad break, our um, presenting not a presenting partner, just a partner. Um,
1: just friends. Just,
2: just friends, you know. Some guy works there, you know, that we know. <laughs> um, but we uh, had the golf tournament yesterday. Uh, super fun. Um, I didn't know this was going to happen at first. I meant to put a post out there today, but just got super busy. Um, but, uh, we were at Blackstone country club, awesome course, beautiful neighborhood. Uh, the staff there was just amazing, super friendly. Uh, the events coordinator there, Danny, she was super awesome. She was loving the car being there. And when I got there at like 6:30, you know, I gave a wake up call to all the kids in the neighborhood, like get your asses <laughs> to school. Um, Start. I pulled it down to this little area by the uh uh putting green, chipping green, and the um driving range. And she's like, Oh man, I was hoping you're gonna do like a burnout. I was like,
3: Well, yeah, I could do that. Say anyway. less,
2: yeah, say less. I was like, But you know, this isn't a really big area. I don't think your greenskeeper would like it if I just all of a sudden did a burnout all over the grass and ruined the putting green. She's like, Ah, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I like, okay. So, uh, everybody got there, registered, got to their carts and, uh, our president said some few words and all of a sudden was like, have you ever had a race car send you off for a golf tournament? We're going to do that. Jake started up. So kind of did the sell off, you know, horn, uh, with the race car. So I thought it was be kind of cool. I flipped the car around and drove up the little hill, right where the golf carts were, uh, <laughs> drove by everybody just so they could kind of see up close and personal, the car and, and hear it and stuff. And then. The uh, events coordinator lady, she was standing by the registration booth. There's a little parking lot, so I flipped around and got in there, and I was like, "She wants a burnout. She's getting a burnout." So I tried to do a donut. Didn't. <laughs> it was. It was like a croissant roll, more or less. Than it. <laughs> but I, I got about a good 15 foot, you know, uh, tread mark on the ground. It didn't go. like oh 60, But you know, I got that. Little oh. Croissant. Half moon bend, so it was more guess, like a long John, not a, yeah. not a long John. Yeah, so uh, if I ever win a championship and I get to do a donut on the back straight away, oh, I, I guess I gotta work on my donuts. You're
3: screwed, yes. yeah.
2: <laughs> get on the old i racing, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a little easier on i racing, but uh, yeah, the fact I... that I've never actually done it in a real car before, besides like you know, a commuter car in the snow. You know, I I didn't know what to expect, but our marketing manager, when he heard me do that, he like ran out of his cart and was like, "Don't hit my volunteers!" Like, I'm not <laughs> even close to the volunteers. Don't worry. Oh man, so it was fun. But it was a good day. Had a fun time. Got some good golfing in. So uh, spinning
1: croissants out here.
2: Spinning croissants out there. Front. You know yep. what? The front brake right bias is pretty much all the way to the front right now, as it is anyway. So. I don't know how much more front brake I can get out of it. But uh, anyway, let's see Dad and I in the garage. All right.
1: You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him. And his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low-interest home equity line of credit from citywide banks. I'm still laughing hysterically over here
2: oh yeah you love my Uh, croissant roll don't you i do i that is going
1: in the description the post of uh, this episode
2: croissant rolls and races break out
1: yep that's all we're gonna say that's good oh my eyes are red that's good stuff um well thank you for that i needed a little uh pep in my step here as it's uh, 9 30 um wow how do i even uh follow that up um with a recap, obviously, just you know, not beating a dead horse here. But George said, obviously, uh, we have all got to know uh, Jace over the last couple of years. Obviously, he's had him on the podcast. Um, great, great guy. Great family. Great team. Um, I extended mm-hmm. my, my congratulations out to him. Uh, but we'll say it again: that, that not just winning, but you, you know, un, unfortunate circumstances like that. Uh, to decide to continue with the race. Obviously is well, I'm sure I'm not speaking on his behalf, but I'm sure that was hard to do um in that situation. And then to go go for it and have the crew behind you and just that extra motivation and a, a little little light from the man above. Um, it's cool to see. So congrats again, uh Jace and the, the, the JDR race team. So wanted to say that. Um now we'll move into the uh dirt and CO weekend recap. Uh, as I stated earlier in the show, I, uh, w- we were actually off uh, from racing at Honor Speedway, much-needed break from four in a row, uh, so it was nice not to get home at 2 a.m. on Sunday and have to go through that whole circus of washing everything and whatnot. But uh, we did have two uh, racetracks uh, on the dirt side racing locally this past weekend, uh, so we'll start off with uh, El Paso County Speedway. They had the ASCS Sprint Cars, now 600 Stock cars, Sport Mods, Hobby Stocks, Dwarfs, Compacts, and Mini Mods. And Blair Cooper, if you're still watching, uh, feel free to chime in here. I know you are a a busy guy this weekend. Um, So it looks like, uh, yeah, they did run, looks like the mini mods. Uh, For some reason, their results are pending. So I'm not sure if someone was cheating again. Uh, But uh, regardless, um, we'll start it off uh, like we always do with the heats, the heat winners, and then in the feature. So uh, first one here, uh, wingless sprints. Uh, looks like they had eight of those show up. So just one heat race, uh, this past Saturday and the winner was the, uh, 74 of Zach Merritt from Greeley, Colorado. Uh, yes, I agree with you, Scott. I did see, uh, some of that, uh, Blair Cooper. Uh, yeah. If, uh, speaking of that, if you, if you follow Blair Cooper and and Blair Cooper's racing, uh, team there on Facebook, go watch that GoPro video. Um, hilarious. He does a great job with his content. Um, sending it into the corner on the high side, just ripping the lip. I have no idea how it stayed on the track, but uh, good for you, Blair. That was cool to see. Uh, We we always love the footage, right? Any in-car, obviously we get it on the national stuff, but the local guys that can give us content like that, uh, girls and guys, excuse me, um, it's cool to see. So uh, awesome. Um, In your feature, uh, the top three, uh, third place went to the 54 of Glenn Brace from Cortez, Colorado. Yes, we'll stop there. Jay Sanson, absolutely. Put that one on the screen there for you buddy. absolutely yeah. uh, second place was the the heat race winner the 74 of Zach Merritt and finishing first in the A feature for the wingless uh, sprints was uh, the 16G of Austin Gossel from Windsor Colorado so congratulations Austin uh, I was going to say Blair uh, looking at the uh, results here it has a big DNF next to the 32 Oof. of Blair Cooper so uh, not what we want to see out of you buddy uh, we appreciate the full sends in the corner but we don't want to see any type of <laughs> Hopefully didn't anything, make the flip so. count. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, But it was was good to see. That's all we care about. Yeah, it was good to see the uh, bright orange uh, 45 driven, uh, piloted by uh, Bradley Cox, the 12, 13 year old that won the feature event at Honor a couple weeks back. He ended up finishing fourth. Um, I'm sure I I won't even attest to this uh, from Blair and all the the sprint car drivers, obviously taking the wings off those things. We had Corey uh, Mallow on a couple weeks ago um and i can't even imagine what it's like to be in one that's winged, let alone take the downforce off of it uh but to to only have what looks like one one big incident um congratulations to all those drivers um now into the imca sport mods uh, quite a good car count 11 of those showed up broke it down into two heat races heat race number one went to the 22s of dave stock from pueblo, pueblo west excuse me heat race number two went to the 38 of chris o'connor from elbert colorado and i will say mr o'connor uh, for those of you who are kind of nerdy, like us three here on the, uh, scrub and tires podcast, the paint scheme on that thing is painted like the late model stock. I believe back in those days, the early nineties, when Kelly Earnhardt Miller, Dale jr. And, um, why am I having a stump? Uh, what's the bro? Carrie, excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, had the mom and pops, uh, Monte Carlo or Lumina. Um, painted the, the all red one with the 38. I believe Kelly more ran that paint scheme, um, but his car is painted exactly like that. Phenomenal job, whoever did that. So congratulations on your heat race win, Mr. O'Connor. In the feature, it uh, looks like all 11 of them finished. So that's good. Third place went to uh, the 43 of Daniel Payne from Calhoun, Colorado. Second place uh, went to the 18 of Blaine Luan Jr. So, uh, Mr. Luan, if you're watching, you are on a roll right now. It, you have not not finished, I think, worse than third uh, in the last four or five races. So that's awesome to see. Uh, and then, uh, the 22 S of Dave stock, your heat race, uh, number one winner in the sport mods took home the feature as well. So congratulations there, Dave, uh, now into the stock cars. They had eight show up one heat race. And that went to the 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton, Colorado into the, uh, feature for the hobby stocks. Third place went to the 12 of Shad Cooper from Denver, Colorado. Second place went to the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania, And your IMCA Hobby Stock winner for the evening was the 54 of Jacob Worthington from Falcon, Colorado. So congratulations, Jacob. Uh, In the Sport Compacts, they had six show up. Heat race, uh, only one heat race went to the 15 of Sean Frank from the Springs. Congratulations, Mr. Frank. And in your feature, third place went to Sean Frank in the 15 car. Second place went to the 16 of Leanne O'Lear from Boone, Colorado. And first place in the IMCA Sport Compact's feature was the 95 of Daniel Cooper from Calhoun, Colorado. So a lot of Coopers in the field this past Saturday. In the A-Class Micros, I did watch a little bit of GoPro footage from a couple of these uh, drivers. So awesome to see. Obviously, we had Corey Mallow on a couple weeks ago, as I just said. uh, And these things are awesome to see. And the sound of these things, as Corey alluded to, wrapping them up to 16,500 RPM is insane. Uh, and it sounds every bit of that coming out of the tailpipe, uh, or tailpipes, I should say. Uh, but anyways, they had uh, 10 of those show up, it looks like. So they broke it down into two heat races, five apiece. Heat race number one went to the 98 of Ed Lebonati, uh from Parker, Colorado. And heat race number two went to the 12C of Chase Spicola from Pueblo. So we've said his name a ton on this podcast in the past. So he's still doing his thing. Uh, third place in the feature went to the 23J of Justin Stoles, uh, who picked up the feature win at Honor uh, two, two or three weeks ago. So he's uh, stepping his game up and, and doing big things as well. The 12C of Chase Spicola finished second. And the 11C of Shyla Ernst from the Springs was your A-class micro feature winner. So congratulations, Shayla. Let's see. The restricted micros, there's only two of those. Uh, heat race uh, number one the 11S of Shiloh Ernst so pulling double duty was the uh, heat race number one winner followed by the 88H of Ricky Holbrook, and they finished the exact same in the feature so uh, a lot of trophies for Shiloh Ernst uh, from the springs from the heats in the restricted to the features and the A-class micros. Now into the Dorf cars Uh, they had nine show up, Uh, looks like actually one of those, uh, well we'll get to that in a second Uh, Heat race number one, I went to the 3C of Tip Holcomb. And heat race number two went to the 05 of Randy Ecker. And in your feature, it looks like uh, the 46 of Matt Trio from Mapleton, Minnesota, obviously making the trek down. uh, Or excuse me, um, there was three DNFs in the feature event. Or excuse me, two DNFs and uh, Tip Holcomb, your heat race number one winner, And the 3C was actually disqualified. So I'm not sure Mm -hmm. what that was about. Uh, Didn't see anything posted. Uh, If someone knows, maybe they could share. There was uh, only six cars with the two DNFs and uh, one disqualification that finished the race. Third place went to the 58 of Cole McEwen from Julesburg. Uh, Second place went to the 17C of Keaton Shore from Avondale, Colorado. And your Dorfcar feature winner from El Paso County on Saturday was 42C of Kane. Weidenbacker from the Kiowa, Colorado, uh, into the warriors. They had four show up heat race. Number one was the winner was the 33 of JD Renfro from Cheyenne. And in the feature, uh, third place looks like one did not finish. Not sure what happened there. Third place went to the seven of Jonas Agron or yeah, Agron, Aragon, maybe. I apologize if I'm butchering your name, Jonas from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Second place uh, was JD Renfro, the heat race. Number one winner. And the 33 from Cheyenne. And the winner was the 11J of Joe Renfro from Cheyenne, Wyoming. So uh, the Wyoming uh, boys coming down and uh, just dominating that whole uh, Warriors class. So that was it. Yeah, that was it for uh, El Paso County on Saturday night. Their next race is the 26th. It's the back-to-school night featuring the Lightning Sprints, one-on-one circle drags featuring Jordan Smith and his Silverado, Stock Car, Sport Mods, Hobby Stocks, Dwarfs, Compacts, and Mini Mods uh so keep that one on the radar obviously uh the kids uh i believe they all
2: have they already started school is that right i believe
3: yeah yeah, yeah. most of them are okay. back in school now yeah I the last district, okay
2: i think goes to school monday yeah. yeah so maybe that's the the last
1: uh treat for the for the little ones to get them out to the racetrack before yeah. they start a whole stretch yep. of uh the ever important schooling uh kids remember that if you're watching uh Phillips mm-hmm. County. Uh they did not run this past weekend. Their next one is uh, Friday, the twenty-fifth, so right before the El Paso race that Saturday at back to school night. Featuring one-on-one circle drags, modified stock cars, sport mods, hobby stocks, and compacts. Uh tip got DQ for aggressive driving. Okay. Well, there we go. Sorry, I just saw that comment. Appreciate
2: that, <laughs> Keaton and Blair.
3: Uh, oh
2: God. We're never going to let you uh, live that down. Okay. And now <laughs> I with my uh,
1: yeah, well, um, I'm not sure if my wife is watching or not, but uh, apparently that is um, got t- taken way out of context, but I'll, uh, I'll accept that one on the chin. That was uh, not how uh, I intended that to go. Oh, uh, obviously, yeah.
3: I could not I help it. say it. Yeah, I don't want to say <laughs> I beat anyone on the podcast,
1: but we'll, we'll stick with spank- spanking. So, yes, I... Uh, <laughs> Blair was doing a little... Okay, Uh, (laughs) I-76, they did not run. Uh, Their next one is... uh, Actually, they did run. Uh, Wait, no. This Saturday, the 19th, featuring all IMCA classes, the Rocky Mountain Midgets, the 270 Micros, Dwarfs, and the Colorado Vintage Oval Racers, and it's Fan Appreciation Night. So if you're looking to save a little money uh, and you're in the Fort Morgan area, definitely go check that out uh honor speedway they were the second and final uh track to run this past saturday it was the uh back row challenge featuring a acs sprint car sport mods Stock cars hobby stock sport compacts the dwarfs still city mini mods warrior south and again as i alluded to last week the back row challenge uh blur might have to help me out uh or anybody that was there uh if any of the drivers um took that, that bet, if you will, that challenge to uh, start in the back of the feature, excuse me, and if they finished first, they would get an additional $250 bonus. Um, obviously, hopefully make the racing more interesting and, and so forth. I'm not sure if anyone did that. Um, Honor didn't really post who did it and who did not and who was the winner of that. Regardless, uh, their night went like this. Uh, so we'll start from the bottom. The Steel City Minis, um, again, just like Mr. Wyatt Dent on the asphalt side, uh, just has won literally everything in the Steel City Minis. And I believe the uh, order has not changed. Uh, So in their heat race, three showed up. The 12WW of Lily Baxter finished third, followed by the 37 of JT Baxter. And your uh, Steel City Mini Mods heat race winner was the 43 of Wade Petty. Oh, there was not enough cars. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, That's unfortunate. Uh, not enough car count. It looks like, I mean, yeah, anyway. Uh, so yeah, the, the sport Mons heat and uh, feature went exactly the same into the sport compacts. Um, they had six show up uh, and I guess I'm not sure Blair, if points were counted or not, but we're going to rattle them off anyway. Uh, the two of Vincent Geisig uh, was your sport compacts heat winner in the feature. he w- uh, Vincent was also your uh, feature winner followed by the 19 of Tony Martinez and 12 D of Dave Daniels. Into the Hobby Stocks, uh, they had nine show up, so that was a really good uh, car count for them. Uh, your Heat Race winner went to the 04 of Austin Sykes, and in the feature, third place went to the 99X of Chad Nelson, second place was the 30B of Gavin Borland, and your feature winner for the Hobby Stocks was the 420 of Justin Yutterman. Now into the Dwarfs, uh, looks like they had 11 show up, so that's Fairly good car count. Uh, heat race number one went to the three of Tip Holcomb. Um, so pulling double duty from uh, El Paso to Honor. Uh, heat race number two went to the 42 of Kane Weidenbacher. And in your feature, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I was reading the comment there. Uh, feature the 37 of Kelsey Edwards finished third. Great uh, to see her back in the top three. The second place went to the 05 of Randy Ecker. And your dwarf car feature winner was the 17 of Keaton Shore, who is currently watching. So shout out, Keaton. uh, Did see that photo. And I know uh, Blair helped you out a lot. Um, So congratulations, Keaton. Not sure how many wins that is for you on your career or if it was your first. So congratulations either way. Uh, Into the stock cars, four of those showed up. Heat race, uh, or excuse me, eight of those showed up. Heat race number one went to the 48B of Joe Bellum. Uh, Heat race number two went to the 12Y of Johnny Yutterman. And in the feature, third place went to the 6G of Carlos Garcia, followed by uh, the 48B, the heat race number one winner, Joe Bellum. And in your feature for the stock cars, uh, 96 of Herman Garcia took home the checkers. Uh, So in the sport mods, uh, let's see, seven of those showed up and one heat race, the 51 of Andrew Fisher was your winner. And in the feature, again, rattling off his name left and right, third place went to the 18 of Blaine Luant Jr., so congratulations, Blaine. Uh, second place went to the 11F of Mike Fletcher. And the first place was your heat race uh, number one winner and feature winner, 51F of Andrew Fisher. So sweep of the weekend. Okay, Keaton, all he does is win, wake up, and piss excellence. All right, there you go, Ricky Bobby. Uh, now into the ACS sprint cars, the non-wings. Four of those showed up. Uh, and it uh, looks like, uh, yeah, Mr. Blair, what happened there? Um, Either way, uh, so it doesn't say you did not finish, so we'll start there. That's that's good news. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, your winner was the 3J of Joel, Joel Mello uh, in the heat race. And then the feature, uh, we'll just rattle them off. There's only four. Fourth place went to the 40, 44 of Ryan Raider, Third place for your, uh, to your heat race number one winner, the 3J of Joel Mello. Second place was the aforementioned 32 of Blair Cooper. And that uh, bright-ass orange 45 of Bradley Cox, the uh, 12, 13-year-old, I'm not sure if, if it's confirmed how old he is, but he's very young, uh, was your ACS Sprint Car Non-Winged Feature winner. So congratulations, uh, Mr. Bradley Cox, uh, on a tear lately again. Um, so keep that up. And their next race is this Saturday, the 19th. Uh, George going to get a kick out of this one. They just posted it um, a couple days ago. It was the ed butkovich night and then they added it's actually topless night and it took me a minute i was like what in the hell does that mean so it's actually the sport <laughs> mods uh are removing the roofs of their cars and they're going to run topless uh, it's not for the fans not for the drivers do not show up topless please no one wants to see any of that especially from the, from the driver's point of view um you know we don't want to see any of that um, but regardless <laughs> So uh, the CCJ, Dwarf- you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> please everybody keep your clothes on please uh love
3: you cj uh, uh
1: but it's featuring the dwarfs the now 600 uh a lot of the imca classes the southern colorado carts mini mods and there is a 10 lap leader bonus for the uh, sport compact so uh believe how it's structured if you lead uh they have a whole spreadsheet of the lap. So if you're leading that lap, you'll get 10 bucks. And if you leave them all, obviously 120 bucks, whatever the uh, feature event is. So uh, sport compact is going to go be going for broke out there. So uh, yeah, with that, that was the rundown, the dirt and CO weekend recap and look ahead. Um, obviously didn't uh, make it out to any track. Um, wanted to obviously, but uh, in no offense dirt guys, but if I had to choose, I would have probably went to CNS this past weekend, but Unfortunately, that didn't happen either. Uh, but yeah, uh excited to get back out there. Like I said, a little break, and uh now we'll be right back at it. So uh with that, we are going to take a little break. I'm gonna take a swig of water and uh Jake's gonna lead us off into the generate great segment. But before we do that, we're gonna hear from our uh what are you laughing at? <laughs> you said water, I was like, <laughs> no, it's, uh, uh, I don't know where the camera is. There we go. Locked I got the raise, uh, raise, raise that. Raise
2: nope. Raise hell, drink Tito's. I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. No, I am on my fourth week of
1: not drinking any alcohol. Hey. Great. It's a much needed break.
3: Nice. Uh,
1: but yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, the agency, obviously, as Jake said, with uh, Citywide, they are uh, a partner, whatever you want to call them here on the podcast, obviously support me. Uh, in my racing but in all honesty uh, if you're looking to buy sell uh, get the value of your home it has picked up uh, which is good Uh, I can eat again and me and the dog don't have to eat peanut butter and jelly so it's good stuff Uh, but if you're in the market for that please 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 um, even Paul Himmler I know it's uh, not my wife's voice on the on the ad here but uh, if you're looking if you're in the market please give her a call she will not uh, let you down and I'm not going to regurgitate what I said last time I was in Odessa about spanking her, but nevertheless, uh, <laughs> give her a call and she will hook you up.
0: So here we go. All right, Scrub and Tires podcast listeners and viewers. If you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell a home or an investment property, find out how much your current home is worth in the ever-changing housing market. Okay, okay. I got it. Let's go to the chase. You want a bigger shot for that new race car you just got, right? <laughs> Well, let's get you in touch with one of the premier global real estate brokerages and new to the Denver and Colorado market, the agency. As I mentioned, the agency is a premier global real estate brokerage team having business in nine countries and counting, including 80 plus offices. What does that mean for you? You get the expertise of some of the most trusted, seasoned, and highest recruited real estate agents right here in your backyard to serve the Denver and Colorado regions. If you're ready to get started, get the Scrub and Tired podcast's official real estate company and real estate agent, Mike Landhall. Call today at 719-480-3477 and experience for yourself the unmatched service you will receive from start to finish.
1: There we go. You heard it first. All right, Jake.
2: All right. Well, I see we still have 24 people on there, so let's start tagging people, get those people back on here. Yes. Cause we're starting to come down to our last two segments here and we have a big, too big, two announcements. Announcements. too big announcements. Oh, where the
1: hell is the camera on this? Thing? Okay. Right Good <laughs> to know. know. Huh? I feel like an old lady on
2: FaceTime for the first <laughs> okay. time. So get everybody back on here. Cause we've got two great segments right here. Oh, you see what I did here leading into the next one. Uh, so we're going to start off with our generate great segment. So for all of you that have listened before, you know, what's going on for all of you that haven't listened before we're all three going to go through um, our positivity of the week and what we've seen. And it doesn't even have to specifically be racing. It could be something in the community that we've seen or, or you as the fans tell us about that you want us to highlight, Uh, but something to generate some positivity and greatness in the world. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and start off Um, just this weekend. Like we were talking about earlier, it was, it was a great show, and it wouldn't have been a great show without all the fans. And I just want to show out or uh, send some support uh, for Generate Great this week to all the fans that showed up. Because even my mom and dad, they were like, that's probably the fullest that place has been since the truck race back in the 90s. Mm. And it was just cool to see. I mean, I don't think there was an empty seat or row in the house i mean people were standing and watching i mean mm-hmm. it was just fantastic to see so all mm-hmm. you fans thank you for coming out and supporting everybody and not only supporting the srl series that hasn't been here in 15 years but also uh all the local uh series here in mods the super stocks um and the figure eight so uh and especially everybody that puts videos out there especially melody Uh, my grandma we tried to set her up with the low budget uh, login but for some reason it wasn't really working Um, so she ended up watching a lot of your um, live feeds so thank you fans for showing the support for all of us local drivers that spend lots of money to come out there and race and put on a good show for you guys and it's good to see that you you support us and it makes it all worth it so sometimes we can be dumb and uh you know (laughs) get in over our heads but it (laughs) it's all worth it to see the fans in the fans. So that's my generate great for this week. So
3: I agree with that one. That was a good one. They showed out this weekend and it was awesome.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, so. absolutely. Um, all
3: right.
1: Am I next? Yep. You are next. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Mine um, is actually, and I, I echo that. I kind of had a two way tie, if you will, here um, from mine. There um, you go, Justin. Uh, great. Um, but yeah, I was actually going to say the fans in a different light, uh, for coming up to, I'm sure it happens with you guys all the time at CNS, but the, the amount of support that we've been getting, um, at honor, obviously, cause that's where I'm mainly racing, uh, coming up and, you know, just saying, Hey, thanks, you know, love the show, keep it up, whatever. Uh, but that, uh, that was going to be my number one, but, uh, actually this gentleman, uh, just commented, uh, Mr. Justin Eisenhower. Um, have got to meet him over the uh, unfortunate times that I've had to visit the uh, Hilton uh, race camp, race shop, if you will. Uh, always talkative, do- didn't know me from Adam, just knew me, you know, from seeing my ugly mug on the podcast. Uh, he's actually given us some uh, some recommendations, if you will, that we're going to possibly include in next next uh, year, next season on the podcast. Really great ideas. He's a, he's a huge fan of ours obviously is around Adam, um, probably is deaf from blaring it out of the speakers there at the <laughs> Hilton residents. But, uh, I appreciate you, Justin from, uh, for tuning in each and every single week and the, uh, help that, you know, you gave me uh, a couple weeks ago and, uh, just for your support in the racing community. So Justin, uh, Eisenhower is my generate great winner of the week.
3: Nice. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to stay with our racing community, if you will. Um, Kind of like Jake was talking about this uh, during the GAM race that there was a gentleman who is fresh to racing this season with uh, Mr. Benjamin Stanley in the eight car. He's a rookie and never been in a race car. And this last weekend, uh, a fellow competitor actually showed up at the racetrack and started lending a hand for him and giving him some guidance and ended up spotting for him. And he is a uh, Scrub and Tires podcast alumni and a pretty good friend of ours. His name's Mr. C.J. Wilson. So I'm going to awesome. give my Generate great to him. Uh, you know, he had some unfortunate, you know, event happen to him with his race car. And he was pretty down about it and deservedly so. You know, I mean, it's it's one of them things. But for him to come out and lend a hand and give some guidance and, you know, try to help him out and get him faster. And he did. I mean, you know, that's, that's, you want to, that's what you want to see, you know what I mean? From the racing community. And this happens a lot, um, throughout a, a lot of different teams and stuff. There's always people willing to help out and, and it's, and it's fantastic to see, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't, as somebody who's who comes in and never done this before or whatever, and they, they, they want some help. They want some guidance, you know i know some people are always afraid to ask you know what i mean but more times than not there's somebody out there that's willing to help you and and it's okay. awesome to see so cj thank you for getting your hands dirty and getting there and helping a fellow competitor and especially in your own division yeah. Um, yeah. you know uh, to to help them out and gain some more speed so hats off to hope you.
1: You're, yeah hope you're doing well too get get back in the car he we're hoping uh, to see him. told
2: us a little bit. Of, I don't want to spoil his uh, surprise, but we may see oh. him a little sooner than we think.
3: All right. It's good Maybe. news. Maybe. Maybe. Never know. We go. <laughs> we're going to wait and see oh, if right. he the end of her seat. So. Um, but yeah, that's our uh, Generate Great segment. So now we're going to get into one of my favorite topics personally, and that's the uh, green flag, black flag. This will be the last one for the show here um we ask each other a question we respond either green flag black flag whether we like it green flag black flag we don't or just don't agree with it um and we give our opinions to why so i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna start us off and this is uh something i thought about because there was some news today that coming september 16th there is a this one. fifteen thousand dollar to win super late model race it is um, I, I'm not going to screw up the name of this, so I, I want to get this. <laughs> right. Towers night Towers night. Towers night out. Um, no, so it's the butch snow Memorial 100 Saturday, September 16th. So they made the decision that is, um, and this was kind of something that we had heard about some rumblings earlier on in the season, that there was some funding coming that way, uh, for the racetrack to put on another big super late model show this year. And, and that one is going to be it. So, excuse me. Um, September 16th, it's going to be a hundred lap show. Um, I, I, believe, you know, depending on what the car counts are, are going to be, uh, I, I don't know if they're, how they're going to, you, you know, divvy it up, but I, I would assume that if there's, uh, you know, there's 24 cars that are going to, it's a race is going to be limited to 24 cars is what they said. Right. So if, Uh, You know, I know they they said that they have a 25 lap dash and stuff like that, but would it, just like the SRL series did, you know, wouldn't it, don't you think it'd be better to just do qualifying, have a B main, like a LCQ to make it into the, the the top, you know, 24. Um, But my green flag, black flag question with that is going to be because the focus is going to be on the super late model races that night, green flag, black flag, Jake, that um, we should eliminate our double feature night, because that's typically what ends up happening, right? Mm -hmm. And just do one race for all of those championship races, do one race, Make it a 50 lapper for the mods, make it a 40 lapper for the, I think I think it's the super stocks running with us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and and for the rest of the rest of the fields, so like let's just let's just go with main events and just get it on. And then just let's see who can who can get her done.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm actually hold on one second. I'm gonna pull something. I know you're, you're your status uh, well, s- Thank you. Statistician pure stocks. stocks. Yeah. Uh, I just want to look at something real quick uh so yeah mods pure stocks and the demo x so like i said yeah so there's three of us yeah so like i said a couple weeks ago i loved the demo x but it would almost be worth it to maybe take them out of the show and move them to a different night so then that way the focus is on uh, mostly on the super late model race And then you know we do have the mods and the pure stocks championship night um kind of stinks that they chose that night to run that show but that's the next uh, one of the next you know super late model races so at least the stands will be full at least the stands will be full so it will be a great night and it'll be a great showing uh fingers crossed we don't have like we had last year with the grand american Modifieds uh championship night but i agree yes green flag don't do a double feature I wouldn't even almost do a heat race for the mods and the pure stocks. I would do qualifying and do something kind of fun for maybe the lineup for the feature and just run a 50 lap main. And yeah. just not so much boys have at it, but boys have at it and girls. If if we have the girls show up um, and just make it a, new, a nice big show for the whole night you know you'll have a big payout for the super late models you have a big feature for both the pure stocks and the mods and it'll just be an all-around good night so uh um, green flag for sure okay
1: yeah um I was uh taking a pit stop had too much iced tea at uh, dinner I apologize but uh if I heard you correctly while I was on mute uh <laughs> using the little boys room you're basically saying that you want to take out the dashes for this mm-hmm. big event and just run yep. the features. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, um, monetary wise, as far as money, I think that probably would be more intriguing. Like, why are we running a dash? Why are we, you know, buying new tires, abusing old tires, whatever the case is running, burning more fuel, so on and so forth, uh, for, you know, maybe a dash that really doesn't matter as much on that big night. Obviously where you start, um, obviously always matters, but, uh, yeah, I'm green flag on that. I think, um, not to say a lesser of a class, um, maybe would be like a little teaser, if you will, you know, maybe let them run their normal show. Um, but then again, you could run into time constraints. But yeah, I feel like if you're going to have a big show like that, just because then again, uh, not to get off track here, but if, you know, the the higher the car count in a big show, like you guys experienced this past mm-hmm. Saturday, that's what you want to see. You run that risk of, uh, in the dash race, you know, five, 10 cars could get wrecked and not even make it to the big show. Um, mm-hmm. so eliminating that I think, uh, is beneficial, but yeah, I'm green flag on that. I think if you're going to run a big show, just have the big show.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I really like, uh, Brian Sanders comment. That's right a great. Could... That would be That's actually good. pretty fun. Uh, yeah. 50 lap gam main caution at 20 for points uh leader rolls a die invert them next 30 laps have at it and and i know that's ultimately because i've had the conversations with the track officials about it before they're like it's all about the nascar points well i mean figure be creative Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like get get out of the norm for one race just one race get out of Mm -hmm. the norm and and let's let, let's make it eventful like let's yeah. let's see what we can do you know what yeah. i mean like it's and not just us like for all the divisions like it'd just be fun for one night you know yeah. just because well,
2: honestly other than the super late models i have not heard really anybody in the other divisions really worrying about the regional and national nascar points like we've never really even talked about it. i know like we've talked about it before on the show like oh hey this person's here this person's there but Nobody I really think cares about the national points other than really the super late model guys.
3: The the national point system for any other division, we don't run enough races. Like yeah. you look at the national points and there's guys running 14-15 races. We don't have enough tracks around here to run 14-15 mm-hmm. races. So I, I I agree with you. It's it's kind of cool, but I mean, everybody here is all racing for on the as for CNS championship points. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody really. I mean I I don't again I don't believe so because it's just there's no way to really make up that ground but uh, you know it's just for it's for fun like it's it's your track you know what I mean like let's just try something different see if if it don't work it don't work if it does then yeah you could you can make something really interesting happen on a championship night um to really uh, make it intriguing you know what I mean mm-hmm. so nope. anyways there that's, that's, good that's mine
2: good one that's a good one all right, all right. I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to attempt this. I actually logged into uh, the um, podcast where I can kind of control it. Um, oh. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try, oh I'm gonna try and get this to work. And I think Jordan knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> yep. So with this weekend, um, there was a particular driver during a particular race, or after this particular race, made a comment on the track during oh his interview. And it was just kind of, it, it was funny just because it it's got hilarious. on Facebook and, and made a big thing of it. And it was really funny. But it led me into my group, Black, Black, Black. So I'm going to try my best here. Uh, share screen.
1: The, anal- the analyst is going to try something technical here.
2: Okay. Does uh, it going to let me select? Yes. Okay. Can we see my screen?
3: yes yes okay
2: <laughs> hopefully this is gonna work so, so it's be quiet hey i've been thinking about
0: retiring i'm closing in on 70. who wants me to retire come on now i can't <laughs> speak here i'm getting old maybe tonight i should retire on the win. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. <laughs> 18, I, love loves it. Racing. I love it.
3: I love it. That was gosh. the best interview ever. That you was gotta, awesome.
2: You gotta love that. So you gotta love Ed. So, <laughs> that, you know, and I'll just go ahead with mine. I don't want him to retire, but green flag, black flag with everybody out there. Whether you have indifferent feelings about him, having him on the podcast, I think, was great see a different view of Ed and I mean that is Ed right there, just the fun side of him. But should he retire? Should he not retire? So green flag he should retire. Black flag he should not retire. Brandon Uh
1: black flag. Absolutely not. I mean um for two reasons. Uh obviously he's a hell of a wheel man even at seventy years old. I mean he can as you guys see, you know, week in, week out, his program, not just games, but, you know, the the super late models that Preston's driving, Eddie's driving, I mean, just a phenomenal program. But it, I'm sure if Ed did quit racing, retire from racing, whatever you want to say, he wouldn't quit building fast-ass race cars. But just, right. to, you know, those candid moments, just like you shared. I mean, we need that. We need personalities, mm-hmm. whether you hate them or you love them, um, Obviously, having him on the podcast, we got to know him on a, just even in the pre-show. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that was a phenomenal time uh, with Ed, and just just his personality, it, what he brings from an entertainment uh, uh, aspect of it. I think you need those people in the garage. You need those people in the pits. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it keeps people coming. Like, man, is Ed going to continue to dominate these game races? Is is someone going to beat him? You know, and like you guys alluded to, you're getting a little closer, a little closer. And, you know, so I am black flag. Do not retire, Mr. Vettorelli. Keep going until you physically cannot uh, Mm -hmm. would be my uh, would be my comment there. Uh, I
3: I think if he ended up doing it, he would miss it too much and come back anyways. Like, I don't think that man will ever re, like, quote unquote, retire.
2: He'd do a Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. retiring and oh, he's coming back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you
3: he, he couldn't, somebody who loves the sport that much can't, could, I don't think he could ever do it. I mean, look at Larry Hunter. I mean, he's, you know, older than Ed and he's out there living the dream mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, but, um, to, to that point, I mean, the man still got it. He's still, and even earlier on in the season, he, he was still running up front. I mean, he's running, mm-hmm. still kicking our ass and qualifying, mm-hmm. you know, I, hell no. And and he's such a a legend of the racetrack. I mean, at some point, obviously, you got to slow down, I guess, a little bit and kind of, you know, not not do it so many times or whatever you want to do. You know, you pick Mm -hmm. and choose your races you want to come and attend to. And that's fine. But if you Mm -hmm. can still do it, I mean, you might as well still do it,
2: Mm -hmm. Um, especially
3: at a highly competitive level against a lot of young, good drivers and Mm -hmm. and. You know Holly Clark and uh, you know Kyle Clegg and I mean all, all those people. I mean there's a lot of damn good race car drivers that he's still beating, mm-hmm. and it's not just. I mean he's passing people and and keeping the car out front. You know mm-hmm. I mean they do the work and and I I firmly believe I love that guy. I absolutely yeah. love that guy. I'd miss the hell out of him if he wasn't around the racetrack. Yeah, like, he's so oh, much yeah. fun to be around. I um, yeah.
2: I would I would say this. And uh, I got a quick story of how funny Ed is, uh, in a second, you know, <laughs> dad raced against him years and years ago. He's beat Ed. I want one of us to beat Ed first and not just like be in front of him and just beat him because we were in front of him, like on a start or something, like just be able to pass him for like a win. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want you to stay long enough and even after that, stay as long as you possibly can, but I would like to beat Ed just once,
3: once. or one of us, one
2: yep. of us just once. One it's going to be a hard, really hard task, but just once.
3: I did so, ask him, though. I, I went up to him after when we were doing the pill draw. I said, to, so because last year on the podcast, he said, if you guys remember, he said, hold on there a minute, Junior. You haven't beaten me. So I did yeah. ask him that question. I said, so does this constitute that? And he goes, no. <laughs> of course not yeah. awesome. I was like damn it all right, all right. It, yeah I'll give it to you yeah he's a funny guy
2: but uh as some of you know walking around the pits you know we we put our sponsors uh little emblem uh on the back end of the car he comes over you know we're we're it's like 11 30 noon we still got plenty of time before we even decide we even have to get in the cars and he grabs underneath George's little banner and he's like what the hell kind of cheat shit you got under here that you're blocking what the hell he's like give us other guys a chance to win huh like yeah no you sh- we should be saying that to you
3: yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh, awesome but that's just that, ed,
2: ed, that's ed in a nutshell a, he's just fun. just a fun awesome guy so yeah, yeah. straight it's out of his to, dictionary wanted to share that if anybody had not seen that yet and that was that was kind that's of awesome one, so it's hilarious yeah.
1: absolutely yeah black flag do not if you're watching or listening uh do not really do not do not not. yeah Mm -hmm. we we need you around we need people like you around (laughs) yeah uh well that's a hard one to uh follow up i don't have any screens to share or anything like that unfortunately (laughs) uh but uh as i was listening to jordan's uh green flag black flag we uh presented on the screen there mr brian sanders comment about a break halfway home type of thing there. And actually I didn't steal this from Ryan or Jordan for that matter. I was actually thinking about this on Sunday, watching the NASCAR cup race. Uh, for those of you who follow the series, they did away with the stage breaks, um, uh, road courses for this year, obviously, because it takes so long for the cars, you know, to throw a caution, get them all wound down, if you will. And then, you know, sort it out, pitting all that good stuff. Uh, um, and Chase Elliott was actually asked after the race and I'm sure uh, a handful of other drivers were too I'm not just pinpointing chase here, but uh, they asked him specifically Were you cool with that? Were you cool with not stopping because you guys they didn't have a cost that one one Caution that whole race and then I think they drove 70 80 laps on a road course with 14 turns each lap uh, Constant they didn't have a break and they asked him, "What that? You know, did you like that? Did you hate it?" And he's like, "Yeah, I loved it. I'm ready to go 70 more laps." Like, and I think he was serious. I don't think he was being facetious. But so, my green flag, black flag is. With that being said, uh, I'm going to shift to the asphalt side here. Um, with CNS being a advanced auto parts weekly series uh, with NASCAR sanctioning, obviously, would you guys like to see? It, cns will just say maybe all the local short tracks that are sanctioned by nascar would you like to see not a stage caution right but a stage break in the feature events for all classes right so whatever you want to say halfway a quarter of the way just one stage obviously because there's not a lot of laps and award five extra points to that driver who is leading at that time don't throw caution just keep going but Jordan Smith, won won the halfway home, won the stage of that event, mm. green flag, black flag, flag, Jordan.
3: Uh, it, it would be interesting. I, I don't think on a consistent basis. No. Um, I mean, if you're, if you're doing it for like, kind of like Brian said, if you're doing it for like a one-off event to where you're having like one event, that's a hunter laps, like, mm-hmm. and I'm just taking us for example. Right. So modified race, hundred laps at the halfway point, you know, probably stop and put fuel in the cars at the 50, 50 lap mark. And they've done this before in the super late model races where they've awarded, uh, guys, a, halfway home, yeah. a halfway home check. So yep. I, I personally like that. I mean, that, that kind of brings a, an entertainment value to, to the races and it gives guys, um, a little bit of incentive to, to get out front, you know? So, and it makes them race hard. I mean, I know that especially for longevity races, the biggest thing you got to take care of is obviously your tires. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it doesn't really matter because you obviously want to win the big, big race but and take care of your tires and stuff. But if you have a chance, um, you go for it, you know, because that's mm-hmm. still extra dough and extra points or whatever. So um, I would say green flag on on special events for sure. If it's like a weekly show, obviously, like you know like for us we only run 30 laps then obviously no because that's kind of pointless uh but but yeah to to at least have an opportunity for each one of the different divisions to have a a, a big big race and do a halfway point home winner and have it sponsored and 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 do that that would be that would be awesome i i, I think it's a great idea to be honest with you so yeah
2: yeah right. i uh i agree with jordan on that um you know, for the regular nights, um, you know, I'll just take myself, for instance. I want to go green to checker, man. When I when I had a lead, I did not want to see a yellow flag. And I think anybody in a lead, when you're going so many laps in a row, the last thing you want to do is see a yellow flag. So. Um, well, yeah,
1: but it, it wouldn't be a caution. It would just be.
2: Oh, you wouldn't stop. You no, no stopping. Oh, okay. Yeah, just okay. just so like they switches up my mind a little bit. Um, yeah, my
1: my point of the road courses is they didn't throw, it. they don't throw caution. Right, just okay. keep going, I, but you're gonna stage, right?
2: Okay. It must have <laughs> been that croissant I ate yesterday. Um, <laughs> I, mean, you know, that would be. I think, like, long George said, it's got to be a big lap race. What would also actually be kind of fun is like, like your halfway race, you know, through the season. So like you know we usually do 10 races so like race 5 and then race 10 for championship night that would be kind of something fun to do uh to kind of okay. look ahead to so yeah. it's not like an every night thing um cuz that would definitely get expensive in the pocketbook but it would be kind of cool as an extra like little entertainment value not only for the fans but for the drivers themselves too cuz if you're having a good battle you know right at the halfway point you know hey that could be a 100 bucks 500 bucks 50 but it doesn't matter like money is money to some of these drivers and you can take every dollar that you can get and if you could be leading the just that one lap you don't lead any other lap in the race you don't even win it you lead that one lap that's some extra cash in your pocket so yeah Yeah. green flag with a little asterisk of just dependent on laps Mm -hmm. and you know what part of the season yeah okay Fair enough. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I,
1: I, yeah, I think on the national circuit, obviously, it's a bit easier because they have so many laps and so forth. But it just I think, you know, given NASCAR kind of a pat on the back, we talked it talked about it a, a ton here on the podcast about how stage racing is kind of ruined it in a sense. Right. Instead of mm-hmm. that strategy of fuel miles and all the stuff. Um, But I do applaud them for at least listening to the fans saying, like, okay, we don't want to see cautions, like let the race play out naturally and then see what happens. So just wanted to see what would happen if we uh, did it on the short track. Yeah. Good topic. Yeah. All right, uh, Jordan, you want to uh, give us a little ad break before we get into the two big announcements?
3: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, coming up in a couple weeks. So uh, August 26th. want to put it out there now that aaa is sponsoring the uh next modified race that we're going to be a part of so definitely definitely be there uh it's going to be one hell of a night they're going to have all the pink trucks out in front of the racetrack they're going to do like at the uh the intermission they're going to have them out on, on on the track doing their circles and all that kind of stuff they rented out the beer garden and and whatnot so uh really looking forward to uh, putting on a pretty good show for those people. They've been absolutely phenomenal, um, and and I got to give a quick story too. Uh, my AC unit, obviously, you guys know that. Uh, it, well, some of you know it, it went out, and AAA was able to come out within an hour. <laughs> not saying that's going to happen for everybody, but they had an <laughs> opportunity to get um, get out here within an hour of me calling them, and they were out there checking it out, and they got it put back together. And and we had AC. It was one of those days. It was like 90 degrees outside. And it was like 82 in my house. Mm. And it was brutal. So um, we called them up and they came out, fixed it right away and, and got us going back in the right direction and gave us some guidance on some do's and don'ts. And uh, they were super helpful, awesome people. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to them coming out to CNS and supporting all the local racing that we're doing. And they've been a huge help to us. And obviously helping out with the racetrack and, you know, and sponsoring them this season too. Uh, nothing but thanks to them that they've been an off, a phenomenal partner with us this season. So um, with that being said, like I could like tell you guys every week, you get an opportunity to get $50 off any service that you want on your house. Uh, start thinking about the winter months coming up. Get your uh, furnaces checked out early. I would highly recommend because you don't want to wait too long before that first snowstorm comes, and then you're pretty well screwed. So, right around the uh, corner, it's sure right around well. the corner. I, I'm I have a bet going with our family that it's going to be an early winter this year. I'm thinking November is going to be about the mummer for me, but you never know. Farm, Farmer's almanac
1: is calling for a word. Bad, um,
3: bad so. a cold one. Yeah, if you if you uh, follow that, definitely. So, with that yeah, being so said, good. spin it. All right. Is your toilet always backing up? Got a faucet that's leaking all the time? Call the plumbing pros at AAA service today to get $50 off any plumbing repair. Scheduling is always easy at AAAtoday.com.
0: A-A-A all right. The jingle.
3: The jingle. Our, Love it.
1: Yeah. All right. So we have reached, obviously, the uh, conclusion of episode 84 here tonight. But if you were listening uh, earlier in the show, or if you uh, tuned in and re-watched it, I guess, already, uh, we have two announcements, so I'll uh, say the first one, and then I'll pass it to Jake for the second one. So, obviously, um, uh, with this traveling schedule of mine, uh, we're slated to have a guest, obviously, this week, but it's just too much going on here in the uh, hotel room. But uh, we promised we'll have one next week. And with that, uh, we are going to announce who that is, so uh, we can like, share, get the word out there, this one's gonna be a good one. Uh, every single guest is a good one, but uh, excited for this one. Um, so, without further ado, um, if you can guess uh, at CNS who drives the 8C Pro Truck and the 8C Super Late Model, she is gonna be our guest. For three, next. three oh, C. I'm sorry, I had Jace Hansen on the mind. My apologies. <laughs> three C, three C Pro Truck, three it's your favorite C. number, man. Super Late Model. I know it. I know it. Uh, beautiful paint job. Uh, yeah, so Cassidy Hines, uh, my apologies for the number mix up there. Not sure what, where my mind was, but, uh, yes, Cassidy Hines will be on the Scrub and Tires podcast next Tuesday, uh, 8, uh, 22 at 730 Mountain. Uh, so be sure and, uh, hype it up, like it, share it, uh, tell all of your friends. Obviously she has a huge following, uh, huge team for that matter. So, uh, Mm -hmm. excited to get her on here, pick her brain, uh, get to know her a little bit better obviously we've all kind of chatted with her at the, at the racetrack here and there, but excited for that one. It'll be the third ever female guest, uh, on the scrubbing tires podcast. So always love, uh, getting the women on, t- uh, chatting with them, especially mm-hmm. women in racing, right? There's not yes. a lot of them. It's starting to grow and grow and grow, which is good. So we're advo- uh, an advocate of that, trying to, to grow that. So looking forward to Cassidy in the three C pro truck and super late model, uh, next week. And, uh, I will pass to uh, Jake for the other big news and don't screw up anything because I already (laughs) butchered that one.
2: I I specifically pulled up the website so I don't do that. Perfect. Uh,
1: I should take notes. uh,
2: um, So we've had some uh, conversations with uh, some drivers about how uh, kind of going into the future, um, doing some certain things with certain companies uh, and maybe coming on board as uh, presenting partners as well. And one of them, Uh, just loving this one is the GTI Golf Cars uh, company. They are awesome people. Kemet's, they just love them. Um, They're fun people. Everybody that works for them and even drives for them, they're great people and fun people. And so uh, with that, I was talking to Misty this weekend, and she wants to kind of start off that uh, kind of uh, partnership with us uh, by doing a contest over the next week uh, to give away some tickets. So um, all right, there's, yeah, exactly. So we're working out a little bit of minutia, but the gyps of it is we're going to put together a little contest. So watch our Facebook the next couple of days, be involved, and it's going to be something, you know, trivia based. And uh, we're going to announce the winner during uh, Cassidy Hines, right at the end of Cassidy Hines uh, interview. So we'll get her involved with it as well. Um, but, we're going to either do a 2 4 packs of tickets or 1 8 pack of tickets. So that minutia is what we're kind of working out a little bit, but there are 8 tickets regardless and they're going to be pit passes. So Ooh. that means you have it's pretty much like an all access pass mm-hmm. if you're really thinking about it. So the pits, you can go to the beer garden, you can go to the grandstands. I mean it's it's an all a literal all access pass. So yes sir.
3: Can I answer the question so I can get out of that? I was on just on gonna say
2: we are excluded. Oh. Excluded, yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, for those tickets, it's gonna be uh, whoever the winner is. Uh, they're gonna pick a night that the GTI people run. So it's either with their super stocks or the late models um, for one of those races. So cool. Again, Perfect. watch our uh, Facebook over the next couple of days. Uh, we're gonna put together a trivia. It's gonna be kind of hard so you're going to really have to put your research cap on and uh, really get to thinking. So uh, Don't make
1: it too hard, because even Clark Cheeseburger
2: will complain like it did last week. <laughs> questions are too hard. Oh, they, Those were simple, man. I thought so, too, but, man, I guess not. But, uh, yeah, so super thankful for them to uh, uh, do that Absolutely. and uh, offer up those tickets. So, again, watch our Facebook over the next couple of days. Be involved and definitely be on for not only Cassidy Hines. We're super excited to have her on but she is also going to help uh, select the winner for next week. So
1: Absolutely. Yep. You
2: never know what we're going to do. You never know. So, mm-hmm. we're,
1: yeah. crazy, be,
2: uh, we're crazy, man.
1: We're crazy. Be on the lookout for that. We'll uh, we'll get that posted, and, uh, yeah, we're going to have fun with this one. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, end it there. Um, obviously, next week uh, we got CNS. We got um, – Honor Speedway, obviously running this weekend. Uh, So a couple local tracks to talk about. Obviously, the the majority of the time will be spent getting to know Cassidy. So um, if you've seen Cassidy, if you've talked to her, definitely tune in for that one. Uh, It's going to be fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll go through the the local series uh, recaps and weekend previews. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great episode. Give away some freebies uh, brought to you by uh, GTI Golf Cars uh, Carts, um, as Jake said. So looking forward to that. But uh, as for me, um everybody have a great rest of your week uh feels like thursday friday for me for some reason (laughs) all this traveling and, and whatnot but uh yeah have a great week and good luck to all the competitors uh competing this weekend be safe use your brains uh don't want to tear up the race car it's not quite championship uh weekend yet so uh if you think you have it in the books or in the bags you probably don't so keep it clean and uh drive your hearts out and uh looking forward to getting back in the cart and uh going fast and turning left so i will pass to uh, my pit stop screwed this up yep see i can't even do it um uh, the guy on my left jake anyway. <laughs> the
2: left the other well left. i'm at
1: i'm out of the camera there, we there go. you go There <laughs> you go.
2: <laughs> um great episode great re- great weekend of racing um just loved the show on saturday um you know, we said enough during the podcast about it. Um, great job, Jace, uh, Ed, uh, Mike, or uh, not Mike. Wow. There we go. Screwed that one up. Chris. Hey, now I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Chris and Jeremy on the wins uh, up at CNS, and then all of the uh, dirt drivers uh, across the state. There's a lot of you, so um, i take another 20 minutes announcing you. So great job to everybody. Um, again, uh Super thankful for everybody that helps us with this podcast and, uh, Frank's radio. So, uh, they had a great show and got to meet Frank. Uh, awesome guy. Sounds like since he hasn't ever been out to Colorado national speedway, he did pretty good this weekend. And a lot of people came up, asked him for advice, needed equipment, stuff like that. So he, he did pretty good. good. This weekend. so, uh, thank you again, Frank. We thanked him. I mean, more than we can ever thank him. I think, uh, got some pictures with him. So we'll post those on Facebook um with frank daryl and uh brian so uh appreciate all of you guys and everybody that's uh that's watching so with that Jordan.
3: uh not much more i can say i just want to add that thank you all for tuning in on this week's episode uh again tune in next week and for the uh you know ones we got coming up it's a coming down to the end of the year here it's getting starting to get really exciting the storylines are starting to play out a little bit more and uh it's going to be a really good dash to the end of the season to see who uh, ends up taking the big trophies home right so thankful for you all like share all the things so help us out get the word out there uh you know if you guys like this Again, help us out getting the getting more and more participants to get on the show and come come watch and enjoy this along with you so truly thankful, oh by the way, we did get stickers for yes. the scrub and tires podcast, so last weekend we were handing them out if you guys want some, reach out to us one of us, three hooligans hit us up on our uh scrub and tires podcast Facebook page, and a messenger, and we'll get one either sent to you by via mail. Or, you know, meet us at the track next time. And Brandon down on the dirt side, me or Jake over on the asphalt side. We got plenty of them, so come and grab one. So And we truly thank you guys for the support. There's yep. no charge. Just take one. Obviously, just yep. having our uh, logo on the side of the car, your guys' cars is is good enough for us. We just love the support. So thank mm-hmm. you again. Absolutely. And uh, until next time, guys, yep. you know what to do. Keep scrubbing them tires.
1: All right. Raise hell. Praise Dale. Uh- <laughs>
0: There. all you new leader checkers are out bring it home come on on behalf of jacob and jordan smith smith family racing brandon hall racing and myself brandon hall we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the scrubbing tires podcast you can find us on facebook and instagram by searching the scrubbing tires podcast until next time let's keep scrubbing them tires